there was a need for digital transformation for sure, because that was inevitable. All this crisis has done is just making it compulsory. There is no choice. Let's look at the tactics from the point of view of banks and financial services organizations. What are they need to be doing now? And how do they need to be doing it? To me, uh, the number one thing is, let's go back to the very fundamental of a banking industry. Banking industry came in as one of the trusted guy in the community who can keep my money. So I would say this is a great opportunity for banks to go back to that fundamental of banking. Definitely it means completely a different kind of frame of mind. I would say a bank uh, is an opportunity for the bank to go back to their uh, fundamentals and which is what I mean is becoming more trusted partner to their customers, bringing capabilities by which I can give complete traceability for my transaction. I can be more value-based uh, in my product and service. When I'm saying value-based engagement, if somebody is not about charging for everything, the bankers have got cost in providing services. They definitely need to get compensated for that. If I can add more value to the customer, maybe giving him a um, salary uh, loan, based on, you know, he's exhausting, you know, the money is going to come in, can I give him some short-term credit by which he can uh, meet his immediate cash requirement and he will be more than happy to pay a higher interest rate for that work. Very contextual uh, value-based engagement from that onwards. That's a kind of flexibility and capability. You don't have to completely change your core system. Give flexibility wherever that is required and that can be an augmented capability to the core system. Today, we hear all about fintechs and APIs and apps, but let's mm. focus on the core banking system. How mm. is that changing and does it need to change further because mm. of the way banks are evolving? So you need flexibility at the right place. Most important thing is you need flexibility at the right place for the right uh, requirement which uh, can uh, give the flexibility on the diversity of product and services that need to be there. The core is, has to be solid in performing high-performance transactions. Transactions is a core function of the core system. And if that is getting obsolete, you can replace that, but that function alone. Bringing every flexibility that is required to deal with the market into one core system is not the right way to go. So we call this as a layered approach. And the layer which you need as super intelligence is the middle layer we call as the digital core. That's the kind of transformation banks need to adopt as a strategy. This is almost an add-on, this digital core, That's without of, ripping out yeah, the entire system. augmented capability rather than replacing the whole of that. Keep the system where it is because it is doing that part. The core functions of maintaining your accounts and this thing, um, even for example, now there is a concepts of virtual accounts and that kind of capability can be brought into this diversity. It is plugged to the core account even for expanding flexibility or dealing with multiple products and services. It's ability to combine and uh, multiple products. All those should be at the middle layer. Does it make sense though to retain a legacy core system in the face of digitization or digitalization of a bank? Absolutely, there's no need to replace that. Don't try to bring the flexibility into that. Bring in a layer on top of it, which is an augmented capability. And then you can mix and match any, using this middle layer uh, to deal with the entire um, 
kind of business models that's getting involved. There are obviously going to be times when a bank needs to look at its core system and say, yes, this does need to be updated. You can't keep something around that's forever. Right. That's a different problem. What you're saying is some of the technologies, some of the hardware, some of the environment can, can completely become obsolete. Then you can replace it for what it is. And also another dimension is once you have this layer, it is possible that you can take off one of this, which is becoming completely obsolete. And you should bring in only that as an uh, that's a direct asset independent service by itself. You can use newer technology. So we have the core system, we have the digital layer. First of all, is this something that sits in my bank or is it something that sits in the cloud? Secondly, what does it mean for me in terms of the ability to expand a product and service offering and the speed with which I can do that? Today, with the kind of private networks, you can even use private clouds or hybrid, depending upon the sensitivity of the data. It can be as secure as your own infrastructure. The technology is evolving in that direction. So that is the reality. The customer-centric approach or product and services customer-centric approach is going to be fundamentally any product design going forward. The COVID situation has really accelerated this kind of more personalized product and services which is going to come. Because of the technology, you can always look at a segment of what you don't have to generalize. So you have with the AI and machine learning and kind of analytical capability, you can profile the customer to very specific, just like what you are getting the experience in a Google search or any other place. And that technology exists. When you have the technology you're doing to that level of capability, it is absolutely stupid if you don't liberate that. That is one side. Another dimension is that you get, the, as, a, as a bank, you get one of the most critical part of the customer's behavior, which is the transaction the customers performed and where they actually spent. It's, you have all those data. With that, you should try to help the customer to manage their plans better. Look at the power which you can, knowing the customer better than they themselves. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, and truly using that information based on, definitely based on their con consent, helping them to manage their finance better. So that would become your, your second, second degree of after being a trusted partner, keeping your money. Then helping the customer to, the, uh, to utilize their money well becomes your second degree of extending your product and service. And then once you have that, the thing I, I quote this, third is the third level of possibility is that then addressing their basic needs and helping them not just getting a mortgage. Why don't you help them in getting the house and help them plan the, uh, getting the house? Or maybe providing a, at least accommodation for their throughout their life, like an Airbnb approach, right? I mean, you, tomorrow nobody might be owning the houses. It might be all available, which you can, uh, it, it could be a timeshare kind of houses, depending upon the need, you can upgrade your own uh, kind of living style. So, you know, things of that nature. So the, that is, the, the possibility is boundless for a bank. But it is not that bank is going to do all that. It's only a question of that's what open banking is going to help with the ecosystem. You're getting the right partners who uh, uh, conforms to your brand promise, your brand to the customer, whatever promise that it is. We will give you only this kind of product. It will be, let us say, more um, friendly or is it more nature conscious and that kind of products. I mean, you know, you can have various types of brands and you, people will get associated. Banks have got an opportunity to uh, uh, get to uh, redraw their space of uh, operations using this new uh, possibility of uh, open banking ecosystem. So they, they all, in all this why it is all about how do you make customers' uh, life better? How do you make add more value to the customer? If you just look at what is Amazon's uh, story alone, here they've got only one principle, right? 
even on their own services, they are looking at how can I reduce my cost to my customer. That's the principle of their own charging they will work. Every other day, can I reduce my cost so that my charge to my customer can be brought down? That is the true value-driven approach. If you can bring that kind of mindset in the banking, it is a phenomenal possibility for the bank. And I don't think anyone at this point of time has that, I would, strategic advantage.